Hey guys, welcome to our podcast called The Cool Kids. We are your hosts, Isabella, Taylor, and Stephen. Today, we will be talking about a well-known villain throughout literature. This happens to be Lady Macbeth from The Tragedy of Macbeth by William Shakespeare. We can characterize her as Macbeth's wife throughout the story. Let's start off with our interpretations of Lady Macbeth's principles and values. Taylor, what was your take on her when first introduced? I can see that Lady Macbeth values power and strength over family because of her actions throughout the book. It suggests that she yearns for more. When we get first get introduced to the character herself, she is reading the letter that Macbeth sent to her talking about the prophecies that the three witches notified him with. There is a noticeable change when switching to her character. She looks intrigued as if she knows what is about to happen. Once the couple meets, she is the one that takes initiative and makes the plan, not him. While he is doubtful, she is not, and she uses any way possible to get him to do what she wants. With what Taylor said, I completely agree. She's not to be extremely manipulative when it comes to Macbeth and him assuming the throne as it was prophesized. For example, when Macbeth is telling her that he doesn't want to kill, she questions his manhood. This is seen in Act One, seven, uh, Act One, Scene Seven, where she asserts her dominance when she expresses an annoyance to Macbeth, saying, "Let me break his, oh, let me break this enterprise to me. When you durst to it, then you were a man, and to be more than what you were, you would be so much more than than a man. Nor time nor place to then and here, and yet you would make both." The burning question is whether Lady Macbeth manipulates Macbeth through her knowledge of his own love for her, or is it more of a power struggle between the two for dominance and control when it comes to assuming the throne? I think it is also important to recognize gender roles during this time. For instance, in this day and age that this was written, women did not hold as much power as shown with Lady Macbeth. Several women were more seen and not heard and viewed as objects and used for the production of heirs to thrones. But this is not shown in the play. I agree that these traditional generals are not kept up this play as Lady Macbeth, as Lady Macbeth can be seen keeping such a tight leash around Macbeth, almost as if, almost as if she has a tied around her finger. She definitely has manipulative tendencies, but I think she was doing a lot of her actions by manipulating Macbeth through his love for her. It is clear that Macbeth holds a special place in his heart for Lady Macbeth, but I think she more so exploits those emotions. She seems like he wants to please her. I can see where you're coming from, Tay, but I think the way she is perceived could be a bit different for everyone, as I more so believe that she possibly did not have to recognize the love that he could have had for her. I think she already knew how susceptible he was to her influence and just amplified it in order to get him to kill Duncan. He was right on the edge of changing and she just pushed him over. I agree with both. I agree with both, but it could be honestly be a mix of those two claims together. Yes, she obviously did have, yes, she obviously does have some idea of the tendencies and effects she has on him. She could also view his care as more of a weakness which better allows her to manipulate his emotions and choices and in turn make him more into the villain of the story. I think Lady Macbeth is more so the villain in the story compared to Macbeth as she almost creates the man that is shown in the last couple scenes of the act. 
She nurtured my best behavior to make me best the way she wanted him to be. And through her manipulation, it succeeded. Throughout that, she exhibits characteristics and principles of perfection or excellence. She wants it done her way or it is not done the correct way. Especially in act two, scene two, when she basically yells at Macbeth saying, why didn't you do it? Why didn't you do it this the right way? Why did you not leave the knife there? She then proceeds to do it herself through that manipulation, she knows how she is more superior. She's still a whole queen, though. Although she was a villain, she did show some signs of humanity because in scene five, act one, she so shows signs of guilt. She has a noticeably, she has noticeably been sleep talking and sleepwalking, and with a worried tone, she states, "Here's the smell of the blood still." All the perfumes of Arabia will not sweeten this little hand. Oh, oh, oh. Not only does she see and feel the blood, but she feels someone haunt- Someone is haunting her because of this. Although she is not fully conscious, the guilt from slaying both Duncan and Benquo dirties her hands. It is almost as if Macbeth and Lady Macbeth switch roles at the end of the story. Because Lady Macbeth can be seen being such being much more remorseful and guilty towards the actions that her and Macbeth have committed. Like what you said, Taylor, with the sleepwalking and how it could possibly signify the guilt that she has. Definitely. I mean, look at how, uh, definitely look, I mean, look at as Macbeth character towards the end, it's almost as if he does not care anymore about all the things he has done and continue to do. They for sure change each other, but neither is for the better. Lady Macbeth could have changed for the better earlier on, but her front did not let her. She finally gets to look back at her actions and realize how terrible they were and the harm that they, that she and him both brought, not only to herself, but to Macbeth as well. She had many chances, but she chose not only to ignore them, but to act if like it never happened. I think another great point is to bring up how others could possibly see Lady Macbeth. Do you guys remember when Macduff was breaking the news to Lady Macbeth and Macbeth about Duncan's death in Act 2, Scene 3? She, they state, "'Tis not for you to hear what I speak. The repetition in a woman's ear would murder as it fell." He almost he is almost referring to Lady Macbeth as too weak to hear the words that he has to say about Duncan's death. We can definitely see some irony in it, as Lady Macbeth was the one who essentially orchestrated this whole thing. Let's also connect back to gender roles about women saying too weak and frail to hear the truth about things. But in reality, Lady Macbeth came up with this plan and even helped Macbeth in hiding the evidence. Some irony can for sure be seen here. I think it could also help to take away suspicion from Lady Macbeth, seeing as she is viewed by Macduff and the others as such the small force, you know? How could she ever commit something as brutal as murdering someone? We could combine these ideas of gender roles together about one, her being such a heavy force and so influential on Macbeth's life, but two, the people outside who view their relationship do not see this almost as if she is quiet but 
strong in the way that she works. And with that comes the conclusion in our discussion about Lady Macbeth's characterization, values, and principles.